The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Vivian Knebel is an extraordinary woman who's overcome incredible obstacles in her life. Born as an illegitimate child in the aftermath of World War II in Berlin, Nazi Germany, Vivian's early years were plagued by poverty, cold and hunger. She even reached the point of contemplating suicide. However, a miraculous intervention saved her life and inspired her to move forward. Later, as a teenager, she emigrated to Canada, hoping for a better life. But her misfortunes didn't end there. Fortunately, Vivian met Weiland, a fellow German immigrant who not only became her husband, but also a catalyst for a change in her life. Together, they built a better future for each other, and Vivian accomplished incredible feats like running a marathon, learning to pilot a plane, and beating cancer. And today, she joins us to discuss her memoir, Lessons Learned About Life and Love, Living with Intention and with Wisdom from Great Minds. And now that's been turned into a documentary, which is being showcased at various film festivals. How are you today, Vivian? I'm fine. Thank you for having me, Toby. So what was it that inspired you to write your memoir about your life, Lessons Learned About Life and Love? Because that's quite a remarkable story there, isn't it? Well, yes. um, uh, I had uh, really, uh, early on, I uh, really uh, uh, experienced the harsh realities of human life. You know, uh, being born during Nazi Germany in the epicenter and uh, the aftermath, especially after the aftermath of World War II. And uh, my life has just uh, been a a journey that just became better and better. I uh, uh, found out uh, to um, a, a way to build a new life, you know, that is uh, um, included uh, immigration to Canada and also walking that long path to uh, self-discovery and self-fulfillment. And as I became successful in the later years, I reflected on my life and I said, my gosh, what a journey this was, you know, and I think I have a, a story that I it needs to be told. And so I decided to write my memoir, memoir, and especially this memoir was dedicated to my husband, who I really owe a great gratitude for believing in me and uh, being the wind beneath my wings. And so I wrote my memoir um, for his 80th birthday as a token of gratitude for all that he has done for me. That one person came into my life who believed in me and built me up. And uh, it was, it is actually a Cinderella. Story. I believe, honestly, I like to believe I led a storybook life, but it is a life I made. And you say that your husband is the wind beneath your wings. It could be taken literally because you have wings in the way that you did learn to fly a plane. Yeah, 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 yeah. I never thought of it that way. <laughs> That's yeah. a good way to put it. Yes, uh, Toby. Very good. What was the miraculous intervention that helped you decide? to keep moving forward in your life? That's a good question. I tell you, that happened later on. Mm. Um, My childhood was rough. I was illegitimate. You know, I felt looked down upon. I had every strike against me, really. And then uh, once we immigrated to Canada, uh, there was poverty once again uh, because my stepfather could not find work. And so uh, I joined the workforce at the age of 14 with a special permit because of the child labor law. And I wanted to help my family 
and uh, uh, I did um, uh, go to night school because I believed in order to improve my station in life, I uh, have to do more. So I learned stenography yeah. and typing and uh, I landed a job at 14 at a dentist. But unfortunately, I had a bad experience there. One of his friends walked in and I was sexually abused. I had to leave because of that. And so I um, finally landed a job at um, at Volkswagen Sales and Service. And uh, uh, so I worked there in the accounting department. I got that job because uh, I took those night classes. But I became increasingly unhappy. There was no camaraderie, no connection. Uh, uh, the people were so much older. I was so young and, uh, and uh, I felt so alone. Mm-hmm. And uh, I s- slipped into deep depression. And I decided at the age of 17 that happened when my when I slipped into the deep depression. I thought my life is never going to be any better. I, uh, you know, at that age, of course, there's always better waiting for that. Yeah. I didn't understand it at that, such a young age. So uh, I purchased a used car and uh, rented a, a single garage in a duplex. And uh, I heard somewhere that when you... Uh, close the garage door and start the motor, the carbon monoxide would render you unconscious and you drift into your ultimate end. That is what I intended to do. And then miraculously, uh, as I was waiting for my end, I don't know, maybe I cannot tell you the time must have been very short because I still was conscious and my the little girl was uh, standing in front of me. She must have been around six and she asked me, what are you doing? And I told her meekly, I'm going to wash my car. I just turned off the motor, opened the garage door immediately and, uh, and told her meekly, I'm going to wash my car, you know, and uh, she skipped off blissfully unaware that she just saved my life. So then yeah. I clung to a glimmer of hope and kept on going. And that is how I continued. That's quite remarkable. And what advice would you give to somebody who was maybe in a similar situation that you were and you know maybe that girl didn't show up it could be catastrophic never lose hope always believe that better is coming life is not static it changes even if we don't want it to but when you're young you often don't know talk to someone i was I, I I did not seek out help. I was ashamed. I thought, you know, maybe they will think I'm crazy or you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I was uh, afraid of uh, judgments. So I didn't turn to anyone, but I would advise them, find a person you can talk to. But always cling to hope better is coming. We have to go through challenges. And uh, this is really, these are tests for our inner strengths. Yeah. Looking backwards, you know, from what I've learned, I can tell you this now. At the time, I didn't know. And now your memoir has been made into a full-on documentary for us to... I don't want to say enjoy, but certainly watch. How did that actually happen? Someone picked it up uh, 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 and made a, a documentary of it uh, because they believed I could, you know, I, I, I could help younger people, young people uh, from uh, these experiences. Also, uh, it helps us understand, understand the present circumstances of life. You know, we are, yeah. uh, there's a war now in the Ukraine in the Ukraine and this war has so many similarities with uh, uh, the war the second world war with Hitler's yeah. Nazi Germany so uh, we can learn a lot from this uh, young people it's a learning experience for them and also 
I hope it will develop empathy because there is a lot of uh, humanity depicted in the film. It is rich in verbal and visual data. So I think uh, it can help others. Do you think it's going to just reach more people and help more people now that it's on a big screen? Yes, I believe so, because my mission really is to help others that feel defeated and suppressed, because I've been there and this is my gift back to society. I want to uh, uh, help others uh, and uh, remind them, you know, what uh, not to do. And uh, I feel like, you know, I'm a conductor and the words are my orchestra and I make them dance in their mind. You know, all this yeah. experience. I have life experiences. You see, many people uh, know a lot and it's in theory. And theories are great when you apply them, but I have gone through it. I can speak from experience. And yeah. I can I feel I can make an impact and help people, help others. And do you think the documentary will particularly help young people? Because of course you were young when you had this suicide attempt, but also the fact that unfortunately a lot of younger people would probably be more likely to watch the documentary rather than read the book. So this is a an easier way to get perhaps, to them. perhaps, yes, it'll reach more people even. And also, I think it's not just for young people. It mm. offers people a glimpse into the lives of ordinary people, yeah. you know, during that time, uh, how the Germans, you know, uh, that were afflicted by all this conflict, how they dealt to keep with all this conflict, how to keep their families out alive and afloat. And uh, so I think it is, uh, it's quite interesting for, uh, for all people, really. Yeah, and also it, uh, it it shows people that things can get better because they I live a life of beauty and harmony. It's 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 a this I like to reinforce the belief in the preciousness of life. Yeah, you know, make the most of it. I do feel that you've made the most of your life, even though you've had all sorts of setbacks. It's still been quite a full life, and you know, most people, if they were to write a memoir, it would be really boring. But yours is not, so that's an achievement. In itself. Well, you know, in order for it to be interesting, I think we have to go through challenges, yeah. you know, because this is what life is about. There is no life without pain, struggling and challenges. This is what makes us resilient, you know, and, yeah. and we can, the beauty of it, of this whole thing is we can train to become resilient. You know, mm. resilient people are those that go through challenges and overcome them and gain something positive for themselves. You know, this you can train to become resilient and that is a beautiful thing and to, to develop that inner strength because then you are, you can deal with the adversity of, of this world. But also never forget the beauty that always awaits all of us. You know, there's so much beauty out there. Notice it, you know, notice it. Pay attention and put your best foot forward and put in the extra effort. You know, I put a, a lot of effort in into everything and I continue to do this even though I wouldn't have to. I could just, you know, we also have to learn to uh, to uh, to uh, manage the good things in our life, you know, to stay grounded. Because a lot of times when you become very successful, you can take that for granted and then go overboard, you know, with you, you don't, you, you forget where you came from and you're not grounded. And I think you need to stay grounded. And that is also what I pay attention to. 
I feel like I always take self-inventory. Hey, is this the right track? Is this yeah. where I want to go? You know, yeah. it helps. It is great, really. It is great. No, I definitely have a have a, a beautiful life. Gratitude is everything to me. It unlocks the fullness of life. It makes what you have enough and more, you know. And I also encourage people, use that word perfection more in your vocabulary, you know. If the, the, the feeling of emptiness and misery very often derives from the how much you depreciate what comes into your life. You should not depreciate so much depreciate so much be appreciative for everything that is good in your life for every crumb of bread i'm grateful gratitude is a is makes you know all the negative emotions go away and replaces it with positive ones that's an important point then a lot of people probably forget that because if they did a study on the amount of time we spend complaining and the amount of time we spend talking about things we're happy with it'd be completely surprising how much we actually spend most of the time complaining you are so right toby and also i would stress one thing let's let's use that word we instead of me let's think that way not always what can i do for myself you know let's have purpose in order to have a fulfilled life you need purpose uh, uh, otherwise, it's just another day. It's numbing, you know. In order to have purpose, we need to uh, to think: What can I do here? Not just to do something good for yourself, but also for the world around us, you know. So that is what gives life meaning. And I think we all want to be fulfilled. We all want to have meaning in our life. But uh, uh, you have to look for it. You have to do something. Yeah. You know? And for yourself, when you moved from Germany to Canada, how did you find that change? Oh, I remember I was 13 years old and I remember when the boat made its way into the water to cross the Atlantic. I looked back at my homeland and I did not have good experiences there. It was a tough life there. Um, and yet I cried because I left everything behind me that was familiar to me. But I, at the same time, vowed to one day come back successful. And I tell you, without be realizing it, I manifested my life already, right then and there. It was a, a will to do better. Yeah. I think it's very important to have willpower. Uh, to have uh, integrity and courage, you know, we have to have courage. Just to go back as well, even further, when you were growing up in post-World War II Berlin, which side were you on, East or West, and how did that influence your kind of values and how was your upbringing? Fortunately, my mother was assigned uh, uh, an apartment by the government because she had two children. And uh, no, there was no father. And uh, we had to share that apartment, though, with uh, another couple, uh, which was kind of tough. Um, No uh, warm running water, you know, nothing like that. It was just uh, really tough. And um, it was the hunger, and I, I uh, often became quite resourceful. My mother worked the black market in order to bring some food on the table. And I uh, collected wooden boxes and scraps from the butcher to make soup, you know, so to enable my mother to make soup to keep us afloat. Yes, it was it was uh, very, very tough, but it made me quite resourceful. Certainly, I think it gives you that grounding, doesn't it? And maybe when you're older, you appreciate what you've got. So pretty much what you were saying earlier about how we need yes. to be grounded. You, you don't, yes, exactly. You, you don't really know what it means not to have unless you've been there. Yeah. You know, unless you've been, unfortunately, that's the way it is. 
but we need to maybe even if you if young people today have not uh, gone through hardship my children were born with a silver spoon in their mouth they don't know what hardship is but and i don't wish it on them but uh, uh, when you know what it means not to have only then you can really feel it but you can make an effort and look at all the people that are suffering out there look at the ukraine you know look at this the, the poor people that have to run for their lives don't have enough to eat and uh, have to go through all this and in other parts of the world you know we forget how the western you know in the western part of the world how well we live let's look at it at, at uh, the other people that are unfortunate and and kind of put yourself into that situation try to understand how that is you know and then it really illuminates and you can see how wealthy we are you know it's not it, 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 we are so wealthy yeah. you know the, this 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 uh, time this this world has come into a crisis because uh, people are increasingly dissatisfied you know we have over in, uh, in developed instruments uh, we can go to the moon and further and yet people cannot deal with their own lives think about that that is really impoverished so let's pay more attention what can i do here turn inward you know once our safety needs are met we can turn inward and find where the real values are and find meaning and fulfillment and get that without having to have a lot of money you know yeah. you can you can be the happiest person the most content and fulfilled person when you have a full inner life i can tell you toby i really experience the fullness of life and i'm so uh, grateful for everything i have i i feel i have a full and truly loved life and that is a gift that is wealth that is wealth well what are your future plans do you have more books on the way or anything yes i did write a second book by oh. the way which is out now it's called lessons learned about life and love live uh, living with intention and wisdom of great minds i have studied uh, the was uh, people that are the philosophers the poets which give us great values analyze that and uh, their words they're very inspiring to me they are like medicine they are yeah. like my mentors and i applied their wisdom in my life and i uh, wrote this book um, also uh, to uh, help people create a, a life that is fulfilled and and, and is meaningful uh, they are that is full of important teachings you know to work hard to better yourself believe that better is coming and always see the good even in adverse situations always find that some of good and build on that so i did that i wrote that book uh, i also um, dedicate myself now to uh, 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 nurturing my husband who is has two severe illnesses and uh, i almost lost him but now is my chance to give back and i like to um, practice responsibleness you know which is the really the essence of our existence you know to help those that are in our charge and he is now in my charge and i want to make life beautiful for him even in, in during this these hard times and it is possible to do that you know with uh, uh, being a cheerleader seeing the good everywhere and finding beauty in nature and wherever so i'm constantly striving for that i also um, have a podcast where i uh, have interesting guests and we talk about all kinds of human emotions 
Uh, yeah, so I'm very much involved, and I'm going to turn 80 in May, <laughs> and uh, I still feel life is just beginning for me. This is just the beginning for me. You know, I started writing at the age of 70 wow. after I had my uh, I was diagnosed with cancer, breast cancer, but I'm now cancer-free for 10 yeah. years. So, yes. <laughs> so, uh, even there, I I, um, I believed in hope, and uh, of course, I, I was, uh, they caught it at an early stage, which is very fortunate for me. But uh, even in our struggles, we can have joy. Well, in the meantime, where are we able to find your current memoir and all your books and also find the documentary, which is at festivals at the moment. So I take it we can't watch it as a private individual just yet. Not not just yet, because it's still in the festivals. My books you can uh, get uh, on Amazon. uh, You can get those on Amazon. And also, if you want to look at my website, every information is on my website website which is viviancnable.com all is everything is there every interview everything i've done and i'm doing yeah. is on the website excellent well many thanks for talking to us today it's been great to have you on thank you so much toby i enjoyed our conversation very much and i hope it falls on fertile soil The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Gribben Show.